Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. The following segment is from Monday, Football Monday, on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. It is a huge bummer. You mentioned that we would talk about the Cowboys later, Kiss. Well, why not now? No time like the present. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, I don't know how how aware the national world is, uh, national world kind of an oxymoron, uh, is uh, about the 40-burger movement for the Cowboys. Uh, after they drafted CD Lamb, just became this thing. Uh, they were going to cook up 40 burgers, blah, blah, blah. They got their first 40-burger of the season, a 40-39 to 39 win over the Hotlanta Falcons. Um, they, this was truly snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. Uh, the most insane onside kick of all time. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, uh, Kiss, let's go to you first. Uh, the Vaqueros, one and one on this season. Yeah, right after the Michael Gallup catch. And uh. remember what I said about him on the first ever episode of this show. He might be one of the best number two wide receivers in the league. He's really showing that. That was a big catch. But I tweeted out, this is towards the end of the game, I said, Gallup's a beast, and I have zero faith in Atlanta to put this thing away. And, and look at these win probabilities for the Cowboys. At various spots in the fourth quarter, they were at 14%, 10%, 2%, 8%. After the onside kick, it was still at only 25%. And that onside kick was pure baby town frolics from Atlanta. Just embarrassing to not even be the first one to touch the ball. <laughs> they were all standing around it like it was a doggone campfire. And for as crazy as that was, I didn't jump up and down. I didn't hoot and holler. I just shrugged. Like, this is Atlanta. That's what they're about. And everything that happened there was why I pushed back when they were mentioned as a potential sleeper by, I think it was you, RJ. And, it was. And Matt, Matt Ryan had a game in week one where he threw for 450 yards and a loss. This week against Dallas, he throws four touchdowns, 723 yards, second in the NFL, six touchdowns, only one interception. He's pushing the ball down the field. Calvin Ridley looks like a star, but the guy is 0-2, and it's not his fault. The Falcons have been wasting a pretty doggone good quarterback since Kyle Shanahan left, and that's why I have no faith in Dan Quinn. Defensive coach, right, giving up an average of 39 points per game. They bring in Dirk Cutter to be their offensive coordinator, the guy who got jealous of Todd Monken, who is not in the NFL anymore, by the way, <laughs> got jealous over his play calling and effectiveness in Tampa Bay and took over the, the reins there. The Legion of Boom made Dan Quinn, not the other way around. He stinks. Falcons stink. Matt Ryan deserves better. And while I do want to be clear, I'm not trying to take any way, anything away from the Cowboys, right? That was one heck of a performance to get back in it to win it. But... Yeah, it being the Falcons does take a little bit of the shine off. Pedro, your thoughts on America's team? Kist mentioned the onside kick. Not a good sign for Atlanta when I'm typing Atlanta special teams coordinator into my Google search for Monday <laughs> Football Monday. If you're wondering, the answer is Ben Kotwika, and he needs a Quinn tongue lashing of ultimate proportions this morning. 
most important item of the game is we got to look at the red rifle. Uh, Dak had to check out, <laughs> and uh, Andy Dalton looks good in the Cowboys uniform. Cowboys were an absolute mess the first half, uh, especially first quarter. Four fumbles, lost three. Uh, the Falcons should be embarrassed. Those stats exist, and they lost this game. Oh. First couple of touchdowns for Atlanta, wide open receivers, it seemed, early in this game on the touchdowns. Uh, Falcons were wide open. It wasn't really a Matt Ryan thing. Many quarterbacks in the league would have been able to hit these guys. The Gage touchdown in the second half, that was different. Tight window there for, for Ryan. Dak turned it around, I, I thought, in the second half. You'd like to see him play that way out of the gate. I imagine that'll be a point of emphasis for uh, Kellen Moore. RJ, got to ask you this, man. Who is Dalton Schultz? <laughs> well, um, no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was rhetorical. It's my new fantasy tight end since I have Rob Gronkowski. Uh, one of the highlights of the entire day for me, the Amari Cooper one-handed catch in uh. this game. Uh, that's a pants-off moment, body tingling, take me out to dinner first, Amari. Uh, a lesson learned here for Mike McCarthy and Dan Quinn. Don't go for the early two. Just take the points. MVP of the game, as Kiss mentioned, Michael Gallup's right butt cheek. Uh, kept the Cowboys in the game. If that cheek isn't in bounds, not proper cheek placement. I don't know if they win this game. Dak with NFL blitz numbers, 450 passing yards, three total touchdowns. There was a photo of Dak uh, walking into the locker room that was tweeted before this game and wearing a cowboy hat, looked kind of like a badass. And I, I quoted the tweet and said, Dak's going off for 500 yards today and got a lot of tweets throughout the game, especially during the fumbles. This isn't aging well. Guess what? Right. Aged pretty good. Just like Well, not on, not on the price is right, but right. Uh, other than that. <laughs> That's right. Overall, this is one of those games that you stole, but a lot of lessons to be learned. My concern would be that Mike McCarthy and his staff feel like the plan works. Don't have to fix anything because they're going to Seattle next week and they're probably going to get their teeth kicked in by what might be the best team in the NFC at the moment. Um, I, I think I, I talked about this last week. I have concerns about Mike McCarthy. None of what we are seeing, uh, with the exception of going for it on fourth down in Los Angeles and going for two down 15 when they scored the first touchdown, which I want y'all's thoughts on in a second. None of what we are seeing exemplifies the methodology of somebody who is woke to analytics. Uh, the Cowboys are running on first down all of the time. Uh, Mike, they, uh, they were desperate in a lot of ways. John Fossil's group pulled off the amazing onside kick, which uh, Albert Breer wrote about in the Monday morning morning quarterback they actually attempted in Dallas last year week 15 the Rams this is a kick that Fossil Greg Zerline and Johnny Hecker devised together so very cool to see it work uh, for the good guys in this particular game but while that worked they went for excuse me they had a fake punt twice once they let Chris Jones throw the ball which I'm I mean fine Uh, the other I mean the Cowboys on fourth and five tried to you know direct snap and run up the gut I thought Moose Johnson made a great point if it's four Fourth and one, fourth and two, maybe that works. That was an incredibly stupid, desperate act. If you're going to do that, just leave your awesome offense on the field to pick up five yards. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot to be concerned about. On a special teams note, Tony Pollard, who I know you're a fan of, kissed. Dude, stop bringing the ball out of the end zone. Uh, <laughs> Tony Pollard had five kickoffs that he brought out and only once got past the 25-yard line. Very, very, very not good. The Cowboys' defense, very not good as well, although they did hold early on. You mentioned, Pete, all of the fumbles. I I give them credit for uh, holding two of them to field goal attempts, but the best starting field position the Cowboys had outside of the onside kick uh, was their own 32-yard line. 
throughout the entire day, which speaks to the offensive prowess they have, which is a good thing, but not something that you should lean on. I mentioned it. The Cowboys were down 15 kissed. They score a touchdown and they go for two about five minutes left in the game. This divided football Twitter. Uh, There is, nope, you kick the field goal, excuse me, the extra point methodology, and then there's go for two. What are your thoughts? You go, you go for two, you find out what you need. I I agree with you. Yeah, I'm always a fan of going for two. I mean, that's a simple question for me. That Everybody needs to just calm down and just let the numbers work for you. Pete? I'm an extra point guy. I'm <laughs> old-fashioned in that sense. Traditional man. I take the take the points while they're there, and then you figure it out toward the end of the game. I mean, like you make it. You can make it. I, I'm all about eliminating having to have the ball in multiple possessions. So at that point, you take the point. And then you just need it one more time. You know, it, it really seemed like when they weren't able to convert the two-point conversion, that thing was over. Uh, except this is Atlanta. And so the Cowboys were fortunate. Um, well, you're on the charcuterie board of extra point, two-point attempt situations. Uh, down 15 <laughs> late in the game. That's fine. And you know what? Fine. I, because this cheese is old and it's tasty. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.